Good morning, everyone. Today, I have a message that I feel God has placed on my heart for us this morning. Although it feels like the dark storms of life are raging around us, there's a song that we sing at church that comes to mind where we declare God's great love will lead us through the storm. It says, he is our peace in the troubled sea. He is our lighthouse shining in the darkness, leading us through life's troubles. Let's remember, Jesus is the light of the world and darkness always has to give way to light. It always does. Darkness cannot withstand light. Hallelujah. So, so good news. I just want to pray for us. Oh God, I just thank you that you are with us. Though we may not be physically gathered together, Lord, this morning, you are still with us. You long to speak to us, Lord, you delight in us. And I pray, Lord, that as I preach your word, let it challenge us, let it equip us, let it strengthen us. Let us bring it to a place of your peace. Lord, for your name's sake, let your name be glorified in us this morning. Amen. Amen. On Friday, when I was crossing the road on my way to Sainsbury's with Molly, a sign caught my, caught my eye. It said, home isn't just a space or a place, but a feeling. This got me thinking about the church. Though we're not meeting physically together at the moment, we're still the church and we're still, in essence, gathering together as the body of Christ. See, church isn't a feeling, a building or just a people, but it is a people who are founded, founded upon Christ Jesus, who are the dwelling place of God. Though we might not be physically together today, God is with us and we are knitted together in him. Hallelujah. What good news that is. Though your feelings may be all over the place at the moment, I know mine can be up and down depending on what's going on in the news at the moment, depending on what the shops are like when you go in them. The world around us is chaotic. Our foundation is still found in Jesus and his very life is within us and flowing through us. So be of faith, church. God has not deserted us at this time, but he is here with us, strengthening us by his grace and looking to move through us. Though we may go to the supermarket and we may not be able to get all the essentials that we're after, such as toilet roll, rice, pasta, meat, due to people taking too much for themselves. Our God is not like this. God invites the hungry, the thirsty, those who are worried about their everyday needs and says, if I provide for the birds of the air, how much more will I provide for you? God's showers are never empty. And with God, we can't take too much. That is, we can't drink too much. We can't eat too much. There is always more for us. And the more we have, the more we eat and drink of him, the more we have to give out. This is a time where we need to be strengthening, refreshing. We need wisdom. We need to be leaning into our Heavenly Father, leaning into God, relying upon him. But it's also a time where, like Jesus, we can look around us and take compassion on those around us. Those who are harassed and helpless and like sheep without a shepherd. And we can be bringing God's kingdom and light into the current darkness that is around us. To be doing this, we need to be looking to Jesus for light and then pouring out what he's poured into us. 
in the Gospel of Matthew, just after Jesus has compassion on the crowds and tells the disciples the harvest is there, but they need to pray earnestly for labourers for the harvest. Jesus then sends out the 12 disciples to go and bring about the kingdom of God, bring about his light to those who are helpless. He says, proclaim as you go, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. You receive without paying, give without pay. That was, you received without paying, so give without pay. Jesus is instructing the disciples to now freely give what you have freely received. He's saying, you have received the gift of the kingdom of heaven, now give out what you have received. It's a biblical principle that the more you receive, the more fruit you are able to bear. And the more fruit you bear, the more you will receive. So then you can bear even more fruit and have more to give out. Church, freely we have received. But now let's freely give out to those around us. But how do we know what we need to freely give of the kingdom into what situation? It could be money, food, prayer for certain situations, prayer for healing, loving words, loving actions. The key here for us is to look to Jesus, look to our lighthouse. He based his whole earthly ministry around only doing what he sees his father in heaven doing. Scripture says those who are led by the spirit of God are sons of God. As we look to Jesus, he will show us needs we didn't even know were there and he will show us how to meet those needs. So let's look to him. I want to turn now to, to the Bible. Let's turn to Exodus thirteen seventeen to 22. This is set just after uh, the Israelites. They've been in Egypt for 430 years. And this is just at the time where Finally, the Pharaoh has let them go and they're just leaving. From verse 17, it says this. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, lest the people change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. But God led the people around by the way of the wilderness toward the Red Sea. And the people of Israel went up out of the land of Egypt equipped for battle. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for Joseph had made the sons of Israel solemnly swear, saying, God will surely visit you and you shall carry up my bones with you from here. And they moved on from Sukkoth and encamped at Etham on the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by the day in a pillar of cloud to lead them along the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, that they might travel by day and by night. The pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night did not depart from before the people. So firstly, I want to point out nothing that is nothing is a surprise to God. And God reveals to his people what they need to hear. So it was over 400 years before this point that God revealed to Joseph that he would visit the people of Israel and he would move them on. So Joseph gave instructions to his descendants. He made them swear that they would take his bones with them when they left. Nothing that is going on across the world right now is a surprise to God. 
Psalm 139 says this, in your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there were none of them. Take courage. God knows you. He knows your every need. He knows every one of your days before they even happen. And he says to you, come with confidence. Come confidently before the throne of grace, that you may find grace and mercy to help in your time of need. And we can come confidently because Jesus is our great high priest and we are clothed in his blood. He says you can do all things through him who strengthens you. He says he hems you in behind and before and gently, gently lays his hand on you, his hand of reassurance upon you, showing he is with you. Our God knows us. He knows what is going on and he's calling us to turn to him, to lean into him, to be strengthened by him and to rely upon him. He wants us not only to be praying for his kingdom to come, but to be bringing his kingdom into the lives of those around us. Those in the church and those outside the church, revealing his love to all. So firstly, God knows everything. There are no surprises to him. So be encouraged. Secondly, I want to point out God led the people of Israel not in what looked like the easiest route, but what he knew to be best for them. And that was through the wilderness. God could have taken the people straight to the land of the Philistines. And maybe that's what we would have done. That might have looked like the easy option, the right option. Knowing that we were equipped for battle, knowing they were equipped for battle. And we have the miraculous God on our side. The one who's just freed us from the Egyptians. The God who is mighty and powerful. But yet God knew they weren't ready yet for that specific battle. It says God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, lest the people change their mind when they see war and return to Egypt. This doesn't mean they weren't ready for some battles. As it says, the people of Israel went up out of the land of Egypt equipped for battle. In many respects, they were equipped and ready for warfare. They were ready for battle. God knows where we are at and what battles we are ready to face now. But he also knows which battles we aren't ready for yet and will guard us from them. From a human perspective, it looks like God led them into an even worse situation, into even worse odds. As Israel would become hemmed in between the Red Sea and the great Egyptian army with no way out. But God knew this was the right battle for the people at the time and brought a decisive victory over the Egyptians by parting the Red Sea for the Israelites to cross over. And then as the Egyptians followed, God caused the waves, the sea to come crashing back down upon them, crushing and drowning the enemy. Whatever you are facing right now, whatever I'm facing right now, as we look to God, as we look to him, as we rely upon him, as we follow him, he won't let us go. He won't lead us into battles that we aren't ready to face. But he will lead us into the battles that he equips us for. That doesn't mean that we can do the battles in our own strength. But we need to do it in Christ's strength, in his strength, leaning in him, trusting in him, who works all things out for the good of those that love him. Thirdly, God is our guide. He is our lighthouse. 
From verse 21 it says, And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them along the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, that they might travel by day and by night. The pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night did not depart from them before the people. Note, the pillar of cloud and fire did not depart from the people, but continually led them and gave them light, even when surrounded by darkness. As I've mentioned already, we often sing the song My Lighthouse by Ren Collective at church. And God has been placing this song on my heart at this time. It starts off in the first verse like this. In my wrestling and in my doubts. We as humans are weak and frail. We often forget this when things are going well. But it's only when things go wrong that we're very quickly and easily reminded of this. But many of us will have different worries and doubts at the moment as we look at the storm around us. Next, it goes on to say, in my failures, you won't walk out. Your great love will lead me through. Even though we get things wrong and we fail at things, God doesn't leave us, but he guides us. He leads us. God is with us all right now, wherever we are, and he will never leave us. In fact, the psalmists say, where can I flee from your presence? Where can I go to get away from you? For you are everywhere. Know this, church, God is with you here and now and every second of every day. Then the verse concludes like this. You are the peace in my troubled sea. You are the peace in my troubled sea. Romans 15:13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Our God is a God of hope. Though you may feel helpless at this time, lacking hope in circumstances around you, lift your gaze to heaven. That's where our help comes from, the Lord, the maker of the heavens and the earth. Ask him to fill you with all joy and peace in believing that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. You see, as you abound in hope, you'll be like a lighthouse to others around you in the storm. God is our lighthouse leading us as we look to him, navigating us through these dark days, just as he did with the Israelites as they left Egypt. God will lead us and just as he led the Israelites into the promised land, he will lead us into the fulfilment of the promises he has given us. And as his light shines in us, we shine his light to those around us. I just want to conclude by looking at the chorus and then just slightly adapting it. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, shining in the darkness, I will follow you. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, I will trust the promise. You carry me safe to shore. My Jesus, my God, shining in the darkness, I will follow you. Our Lord, our Saviour, we will trust the promise that you are who you say you are. Thank you, God, Lord of heaven and earth, that you are here with us now in this time. Thank you, Lord, that you do not leave us. You do not forsake us. You do not abandon us, but you equip us. Oh Lord, we ourselves are weak and frail, but in you we are strong. Oh Lord, help us to receive abundantly of your grace and righteousness daily, that we may not just get by, but that we may thrive, Lord God, that we may bring your kingdom, not only in our lives and in the lives of us in the church, but to those around us. 
Oh God, let us glorify your name. Give us the confidence and boldness by your spirit to preach the good news. Come by the power of your spirit that we may overflow with joy, with peace and with hope, we pray. Amen.